This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It is Tuesday, February 19th, 2019. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. The Anne Arundel County Police Union is about to settle a long-standing disagreement with the county that dates back to the Laura Newman administration. Back then, officials were worried about the rising cost of health care, and the council passed a law that restructured county employee and retiree health benefits program. The police union obviously had a problem with that, took it to court. The circuit court agreed with the county. They appealed it. They took it to the Court of Special Appeals, who sent it back down to circuit court again. It's been mired in circuit court through the SHU administration, and now County Executive Stuart Pittman is negotiating with the union to settle this outside of court. Union President Obi Atkinson said this is Pittman keeping a promise that he had made during the campaign. He did lament that the union has spent more than $400,000 so far in legal fees. A very strange story out of Baltimore City. The Baltimore City police do not suspect any foul play after a man was found dead outside of some burning porta-potties in the parking lot of M&T Bank Stadium on Sunday. A security guard told firefighters that he saw a man on fire running from the bathrooms. That man eventually collapsed and was pronounced dead at the scene. Police have said they don't suspect foul play, but come on, let's be real. Porta-potties are not known for spontaneous combustion. Maryland lawmakers are considering a proposal to create safe drug consumption sites for opioid users, something that no other U.S. state has. The Daily Record reports that the pilot program would authorize safe injection sites where people could use opioids near trained staffers who would be there to help in case of an overdose. Last year, for the first nine months, there were 1,648 opioid-related deaths, an increase of nearly 10% from 2017. Senator Brian Feldman introduced the legislation last year and again last week before the Senate Finance Committee. Last year, it did make it out of committee, but then they reconsidered at the last minute and did reject it. The Maryland Judiciary, which is a support organization for all of the courts in Maryland, is changing places in Annapolis. They're not moving out of Annapolis. Well, actually, they're actually in the county right now. But they are moving from an office off of Bestgate Road to the new St. John's property develop off of Harry S. Truman Parkway. Their current space is 104,000 square feet, and the new space will be 133,000 square feet. And a spokesman said that the reason that they're doing it is that they can get all 253 employees in a single building. They do expect to move by the end of this year. And finally, I want to remind everybody that the Real ID Act goes into effect in October of 2020, which seems a long way away. But we have heard reports of four to five hour rates at some MVA locations to comply with the Real ID requirements. There are steps that you need to take. There are documents that you need to bring. And failure to comply may prevent you from flying on any commercial aircraft, entering any federal buildings, or other restrictions. To mitigate the lines, here's the best advice I can give you. Make an appointment. Right now, they're running about two months out, so to give you an idea of how delayed they are. And while October 2020 seems like a long way off, consider that there's 4.5 million drivers in Maryland with only 19 locations to handle this transaction, and it cannot be handled by mail, kiosk, or through an independent agent. The documents that you're going to need to prove who you are to get the Real ID compliant identification, you'll need one of these, either a birth certificate, original or a certified copy, or a valid passport. You're going to have to confirm your social security number, and you can do that with a social security card. It has to be the original card, or a W-2 with your full social security number. 
Thirdly, you have to prove your residence, and you need two forms of identification to do that. You can use a mortgage statement or a lease, a bank statement, insurance card, a property tax bill, a utility bill, vehicle registration, things like that. What you want to do, your best bet is to go to mva.maryland.gov. And right there on the left side, you'll see a big blue box that says, check your real ID status. Click there, find out whether your license A is already real ID compliant. And if it's not exactly what you need to do, and it will step you through step-by-step and you can make your appointment there and do it. But do it now because they are really seeing these backups and appointments are definitely the way to go. All right, that is about it for the top news today. Please make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net throughout the day because we do update it throughout the day and never know what's coming down the pike. You want to give us a recommendation and a review to your friends and colleagues. And if you're someplace where you can leave a recommendation or a rating, please do that. We would be appreciative of that. On Thursday, make sure you're checking out the Maryland Crabs podcast. We have a great one. We just recorded it yesterday with Connie Del Signor, who's the CEO of the Visit Annapolis in Anne Arundel County, which is our CVB. And it's all about the Airbnb tax that we're looking at. Very interesting discussion there. But right now we want to hang tight because we have George Young with your local DMV weather. And that's coming up just after this message from the Annapolis Spring Expo. Get your house in order. We all have our wish list for our house, interior, exterior, lawn, or garden. Come on out to the Mid-Atlantic Exposition's Annapolis Spring Home and Garden Expo on February 23rd and 24th in Annapolis. Come on out and hear TLC and HGTV's Vern Yip dish the tips on making your home something incredible. Visit dozens of home improvement contractors and suppliers and kick back for seminars about remodeling, common tree problems, staging your home before you sell it, or getting antique appraised. You know, they even have some wine tasting from Code Point Winery. The Annapolis Spring Home and Garden Expo is Saturday, February 23rd from 10 to 6 and Sunday the 24th from noon to 5 at the Byzantium Center on Riva Road. Admission's only $5 and when you come out, you'll automatically be entered into the She 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 Shed sweepstakes. I'm not going to say that a second time, but you could win a She Shed valued at $3,000 from Pine Creek Structures. The Annapolis Spring Home and Garden Expo, February 23rd and 24th at the Byzantium Center. We'll see you there. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Tuesday, February 19th. Yesterday was a solid start to the work week weather-wise with mixed skies and temps around 50 degrees despite some chilly p.m. winds. And today will be equally as solid with calmer winds and sunshine, but colder temps as highs top out in the low 40s. Then comes Wednesday with what will likely be a moderate winter storm for the area in which many locations in Anne Arundel County see 3 to 6 inches of snowfall as snow breaks out tomorrow morning, most likely in the 4 a.m. to 8 a.m. time frame, and it will last through the morning and into the afternoon before them mixing with sleet and freezing rain for a few hours before finally then transitioning to all rain, which could ultimately be moderate or heavy rain Tuesday night into the overnight hours before the storm then pulls away from the region. At this point, the expectation for Wednesday is for school closures in Annapolis and all of Anne Arundel County, with a likelihood that both state and federal governments offer liberal leave of some sort, if not close entirely for the day. Stay tuned for updates the rest of the day today in case anything changes one way or the other. But as of this morning, expect a very messy winter storm to impact the region tomorrow. 
Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great day out there despite the colder temps, and be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching for DC MDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Stores. And also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and on our website at dmvweather.com so you can always stay weather-informed. Imagine your child saying, Guess what I learned in school today? At St. Andrews, it happens every day. We asked Emma and Lawson why. We grow winter greens in our garden to make smoothies. Second graders are the chicken checkers, and our eighth graders take care of our goats. Our classes are the perfect size, which means we get to know each other well. And our teachers know us. Visit St. Andrews Day School's Open House, Friday, March 8th from 9 to 11 a.m. Or call 410 266-0952 for a tour. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.